Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sandball Podcast Network. Hi. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. The Explosive Output Podcast. Of course I want the explosive! T-Bone, ladies are gonna love you. What's with these homies dissing my girl? Jeez, <laughs> that came through nice and loud. How you doing, Matt? It's the Explosive Output Podcast. It's it Monday. Let's do the power rankings with Scott Fish and John Tooby. Hi, guys. Greetings and <laughs> salutations. Ev- evidently, I'm pretty loud. Mike might be a little hot. Let's turn it down a little bit. Uh, in show odd, adjustments. Audio adjustments. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's talk about the week that was in uh, in the world of the NFL. But first, uh, I'd like to pimp the previous Explosive Output podcast, which we put out last Wednesday with Chef Aaron Hagerdorn. Uh, Aaron was an interesting dude. There's a whole bunch of uh, cool things along his journey on the uh, on the food route. He he visited New Orleans. He lived in Kansas City, cooking all along the way, and and knows a thing or two about uh, making some food. Gave us a few tips on the show. That sounds like a barbecue jambalaya waiting to happen, and I would be first in line for it. I, I'll have to give Aaron a text on that and just see if he can make up a BBQ jambalaya. <laughs> But uh, that was pretty cool, and uh, so I appreciate anybody who rates and reviews this podcast. Uh, make sure to share it with your friends if you like it. Uh, uh, we appreciate it. So um, it, this is our Power Rankings and NFL Week 12 podcast. Uh, we can start with the Thanksgiving games, and the first Thanksgiving game was the Vikings beating the Lions. Uh, didn't do much for the Power Ranking for me. I went into that game thinking that the Vikings would win a close game, and that's what they did. I went into it thinking the Vikings should have won by a lot more and that uh, I think how the, I felt. the league mandated that uh, they didn't want people leaving their television to go eat because well, <laughs> the officiating was abysmal. It's been bad it all year. It was bad. Yeah, uh, I know it's been but, bad all year. So they that was glaringly bad. They, they, they didn't terrible. have anything to do with the uh, Chargers-Cowboys game that next game. <laughs> Everybody left. I, I didn't even watch like one minute of that game. It was a nice day here in Minnesota. I yep. went out. We had a campfire. I just I sat out at the fire and had a beer, and it was delightful. Yep, that's when I drove home, so <laughs> I missed it too. Listen to the call of the game. Who's calling that game? You know, there's there's some. I, I forget how much I enjoy the local Vikings announcer, I, Mr. Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Yeah, I, I, his enthusiasm is just infectious. So, yeah. And if you're a Vikings fan, he's enjoyable to listen to. There, there's some guys that I re- I enjoy when Kevin Kugler and uh, James Lofton do the the Monday nights or Sunday nights, whatever I think nights they Sunday do. Sunday nights. Um, Kevin Harlan does a great. Kevin Monday Harlan's night. a great voice on the radio. I mean, there's still even with enemy territory not too far away. Wayne Larravee is one of the best in the business. Yeah. If you listen to Wayne Larravee, and he does a lot of Big Ten basketball and other things like that too. Wayne Larravee's fantastic. Yeah, and I'm sure every local 
you know has has their has a guy that's pretty good or in their past has a guy that they've really enjoyed. So yeah. um, we're fortunate in Minnesota to have uh, PA doing his call and uh, driving down. The family got a little, going a little slow. I had to listen to the first uh, quarter or so on the radio, but uh, it was enjoyable. Where where was your uh, Thanksgiving? We headed south to Janesville, Minnesota. Ah, mm. Rock City. Mm. Yes. Sure. If, if you say so. <laughs> Sleepy little town. The, the Suburb home, of Mankato. The home of rock and roll. I was in St. <laughs> Peter. We could have basically... Well, and I found out as I'm driving down, well, not as I was driving down, carpool. but uh, Nick, uh, one of our, our tech guys, was in Waterville. So we could have had a, just a little meetup there somewhere along the way. Weird southern meetup. All right. Um, so the Vikings, they took care of business. Uh, on to a couple pretty good tests for the Vikings in the next two weeks at Atlanta. They get 10 days in between that game, so that that's looking that good helps. for them. Mm-hmm. Then they go back on the road and go to Carolina. Plus, Julio Jones is probably just tired of running at this point. So <laughs> oh, I'm tired of scoring <laughs> touchdowns. So I heard a stat today that he's the uh, first NFL player with 250 receiving yards in three games in his career, and yep. nobody else has won. Yeah, more, than, more than one. Sorry. Yeah, they're what 20. I can't remember if it's 25 total or 25 other wide receivers with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Julio's so. got three now. Uh, the next game was the Chargers at the Cowboys, and admittedly, there wasn't a lot of minutes watched in this game. <laughs> the Cowboys are bad, though. <laughs> they didn't score any points until the fourth quarter, and the Chargers look like they're surging right at the right time, just as the Chiefs are falling off the face of the planet. Well, they were talking last night on uh, on the Sunday night game that they are all now picking the Chargers to win the division because the Chiefs have looked so bad and Broncos you, are terrible. And you knew the Chargers bad. were coming. I mean, they best had four those, and six team. Well, they they were the best. <laughs> oh, and what they start? Oh, and two. Oh, and three. Where they lost uh, those close games, and yeah, now they're they they're started, rolling. And didn't they start zero oh and four? Was it Chiefs were four and zero oh and Chargers were zero oh and four? That means they well, I, it's entirely possible. I suppose we got the little box in front of us. We could check that out. Oh, somebody's checking it out. So I mean. You got to think that the Chargers right now have the best defense in that division, and the best quarterback and in that division, probably the best quarterback. Chargers in that started division. one and three, no one and four. They probably one and five. Probably have the best <laughs> running back in that division. This can't be right. Yeah, I would think oh, so. Oh, there's that's why I was looking with preseason. They're one and three in the preseason, so they lost their first game to the Broncos, lost their second game to the Dolphins, third game to the Chiefs, fourth game to the Eagles, and they then they did, started winning. They did start zero and four. How many? Yeah. They're, so they're going to be five the footnote. How many teams started zero and four and then came back to win the division? Yeah, somebody's going to win that division at eight and eight. I'm pretty sure. The Raiders are right there too. The Raiders are also five and six. Don't forget about the Raiders. Don't, forget, don't sleep on the Raiders. Uh, the the nightcap on Thanksgiving uh, was the Giants doing nothing against the Washington Redskins. Yeah, another one that uh, the, the tryptophan <laughs> has just, set in. This tryptophan just talking about this, this, pot, this game. The tryptophan bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so they should call that. <laughs> nice like to it. see Samaj P. Ryan turn in 100 yards before exiting with the injury. Yeah, I think he did come back in, though, after, okay. the, after the injury. So. All right. All right, let's move on to the games that uh, were at least somewhat interesting. There's more interesting stuff on Sunday. Atlanta looking good. We mentioned Julio's uh, 253 yards in that game. Uh, Atlanta looking pretty, pretty rock solid, and like they're hitting on all cylinders at the right time of year. They beat the Buccaneers thirty-four to twenty. Yeah, I think I moved them up a spot or two into eighth. There's such a clear top six for me this year. So, well, 
and as well they should. I mean, the the Buccaneers are have been kind of they're the worst in the NFL game. against the pass. They just yeah, that, I mean, that he, it's what Julio should have done. Well, he, not two fifty, but had could, a big game. You could grab guys off your sideline, wide receivers, and have them throw touchdown yeah, passes. Exactly. You could grab Uber drivers and oh wait. <laughs> No, wait, that's, <laughs> we already got in trouble that's with that. the other side, yeah. Um, Jameis is now, uh, the, the investigation with the NFL is officially opened into Jameis and the Uber driver, which is not a children's book. You mean mm. the, the Ron Darby uh, ringing endorsement wasn't enough to clear him? No. Okay. I was in the car. And so was somebody else. <laughs> so, um, Falcons surging at the right time. Let's move on to the next game, the Battle of Ohio, Cincy. Really easily beats up on Cleveland, thirty to sixteen. I thought I thought this was a shot. I mean, I thought the Browns had a shot to get off the Schneid here because the Bengals have not been impressive and the Browns have been playing at least good defense. And man, they just. I, I'm going to call my shot here. Okay. The Browns win their first game in two weeks against a team that we moved way up in the power rankings this week, the Green Bay Packers. Hmm. Is it a home Browns game? It's a home Browns okay. game. Okay. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, and that'll be. I don't think it's on a Saturday. Though, that'll be Josh. <laughs> Kaiser has been a lot better over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, Coleman is is looking okay. You know, nineteen and, targets. And, and just uh, say it. Just say it. You're you burying the lead. Yeah, here. And they get Josh Gordon back this week. He, he did say Josh at yeah. the beginning of that. Yeah, you I mean, noticed that. He just I was Josh. 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 Josh, uh, Josh. But uh, He's drawn hearts on his notebook. Josh's first game back will be this He's week. On a first then, name basis with him. Yeah, my boy Flash. Uh, yeah, so uh, he should be able to knock off some rust next week and be primed for that Packers game. Maybe give Kaiser some real weapons. Mm-hmm. Will he uh, will he get more yards and touchdowns than Antonio Brown did last night? No, <laughs> no. What? Come on, D. Westbrook says he will. Josh Gordon over the course of the rest of the season versus Antonio Brown last night. No, against the Packers. Oh no, no. I don't. I don't see that. The Titans take over sole possession of the lead in the AFC South. If I'm not – well, no, not sole possession. They're still tied with the Jaguars, but they hold the tiebreaker. Titans win 20-16 to 16 over the Colts. So are the Colts a better 3-8 and eight t- team than we've been giving them credit for, or are the Titans just – not i mean they're i think it's both they they had to really really work to win this game and they they, didn't feel like they should have they didn't lead until like the final touchdown seconds right yeah yeah so yeah i think the colts are kind of a pesky three and eight team and i think the titans are the most mediocre seven and four team in the league all right that's very very yeah i i agree um we should go back to cincinnati for a second we didn't (laughs) even mention joe mixon who joe mixon who 165 total yards and a touchdown. And finally, the offensive line held for him a little bit. And I put out a tweet. <laughs> Wait, they held? That's illegal. <laughs> Not if you don't get caught. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't look terrible for at least a game. <laughs> I put out a tweet. Would, who would you rather have, Joe Mixon or Kareem Hunt? It, it was Joe Mixon by like 56% or something. Well, one of with them like has scored a touchdown vo- in the last two months, and yeah. the other one hasn't. So. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think Joe Mixon – a real thing? Rest of the season? Dynasty too? Uh, not, uh, definitely Dynasty. In, in me, a redraft, I don't want any part of him this year. It's rough. Ten weeks of barely any production. Well, he had a couple of okay games. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but looking toward the future, I think 
maybe Cincinnati pulls a Minnesota Vikings and exactly. completely the revamps the offensive line. We gets do it all have situated a good front office and a good head coach and stuff. They, I don't know about them. <laughs> yeah, they've never been one to sink a lot of money into, well, the team. Yeah. So. Well, sorry for sidetracking us. I just I thought it was worth noting. Mixon looked really, really. And good. did you mention Josh Gordon's going to be back? <laughs> <laughs> Josh. On to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, let's talk about the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, Bills go into Arrowhead, come away with a 16-10 victory. Tyrod did not quit halfway through the third quarter, taking his field off and do a mic drop or anything like that. But uh, he, well, he did could have because they were still they were ahead and they still won. Well, I don't know. <laughs> he did lead the Bills to a victory. <laughs> was it? Uh, I think it was a fish tweet on Sunday. Is like uh, the the Bills up? Would you trust? Peterman for the last what two minutes oh, yeah. of the game? Oh yeah, at the start of the fourth, would you? If if How? the Bills were up by twenty, would you trust him? How about no. if yeah. the if the Bills was, no. if the Bills are up by six and they have the ball with a minute thirty to go, and the Chiefs have no timeouts and it's first down, would you trust Nathan Peterman to kneel? Um, <laughs> who's my emergency quarterback? <laughs> oh man, that's uh, bad. That's yeah. cold. So, uh, does, what does this mean? I, I think everybody's kind of along the same bandwagon on the Chiefs are absolutely brutal right now. They're, they're going yeah. they're just going the wrong direction quickly. Well, I mean, but what does this say about the Bills? I think the Bills owners are saying, "Dang it, <laughs> we're we're trying to lose here, guys. I don't know what more we need to do. Hey, can we put Peterman back in?" <laughs> oh, they couldn't handle the media <laughs> what pressure. If they of that start him next week. <laughs> well, we feel that we need to make a change and go back to yeah. Nathan Peterman. They're a playoff team right now, the Bills, right? They are. Yeah. And like, are the Chiefs a playoff I, team? I, I they ain't playing like it. They, the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are still leading the AFC West. But I believe if the Ravens win tonight, then the Ravens are back as the sixth seed. But as of right now, Buffalo is the sixth seed. So why are the Chiefs stinking it up so bad? Other than it got to be like the third quarter and it's Travis Kelsey's first catch. I mean, I'm pretty sure Brad Childress is there. Well, there. All right. Enough said. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Unreal. Uh, Patriots dominate the Dolphins 35-17. Tom Brady's just throwing it wherever he wants. And Rex Burkhead looks like the best running back the Patriots have ever had. Of Dan course, Lewis looks really good too. Really good on several. <laughs> Which runs. means, uh, so we, get ready for Mike Gillisley in your playoff at, run. At the beginning of the year, everybody was like Gillisley. Yeah, he's going to be the main cog. He's going to take the blunt touches. And then James White's probably the pass catching back coming off of his huge mm-hmm. Super Bowl heroics. And now we're looking at Burkhead and Deion Lewis. Is anything more Belichickian? No, mm-hmm. that's it's all Belichickian. Gronk Gronked it. Um, I want to skip ahead to um, – no, I won't skip ahead. I'll stay in line. I'll, 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 right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my thing going. Uh, mm-hmm. Panthers, 35-27 over the Jets. Have to do it in kind of uh, last-minute fashion with a Luke Keekley uh, big fumble return for a touchdown to, to seal the deal for the Panthers. There were 27 points scored in the fourth quarter of that game. Kind of back and forth. Wow. And one of the league's better defenses, the, the Panthers. Yeah, it's uh, – They were top five against the run and the pass going in. It's a, it's a good defensive unit, and I, I think this Jets team is doing what the Bills wanted to do. They're playing well. They're keeping things interesting. They are playing. Fans in the seats all the way through the end of beer sales, and 
<laughs> they come out with a loss, which puts them in line for a better draft pick. Think about if you are a New York football fan and you had the Giants going into the year with all the hope and all everything pointing it, they could be a real Super Bowl contender this year. And the Jets selling off every piece and coming in with Josh McCown as the quarterback and obviously not trying to win anything. It mm. was, looked like a total tank job from the start. And the Jets are 4-7 and seven and the Giants are... Two and nine, and Robbie Anderson is for real. <laughs> oh no, kidding! I mean, those the two touch, both the touchdown catches he made were. Yeah, wow. McCown having He's his legit. best year of his career, topping his you know <laughs> most yardage and most touchdowns. That I wonder how I, I know some Jets fans that wanted this to be a tank year too, and they're not happy. <laughs> Was this another revenge game? Has he ever played for the uh, Panthers? I don't think he's played for the so. Panthers. All right. Have to look that one up. The Eagles uh, take care of business at home, thirty-one-three against the Bears. Really, not that much to talk about there, other than the fact that it was kind of every aspect of that game looked really good for for Philly. Like everybody was firing. Josh on all McCown cylinders. has played for the Panthers. <laughs> really? Of course he has. Are you sure that wasn't Luke? Um, <laughs> let me check. Yes. Wait a second. Josh McCown's middle name is Treadwell. How did I not know oh, that? Oh, we got to get him hooked up with Laquan. Joshua Treadwell McCown. Yep, uh, 2008 to 2009, he uh, played in three games for the Panthers. Do you bring him in here as Case Keenum's backup next year? Completed one pass for two yards in that stretch for the Panthers. <laughs> so two games? Uh, I no. think uh, yeah, three games. <laughs> must yeah, three must games. have taken some kneels, and then he was one for six. Nice. Um. We're going to move on from the yeah. Eagles game. Oh, I, I just want to good. reiterate They're really good. The, the talk on the Bears, and they're talking about Trubisky and saying he could be next year's uh, Jared Goff if they just get a new offensive coordinator and coach and, mm. <laughs> I think and that all that, new receivers, he'll be good to go. Perfect. That could be – that could happen. It could very it, well happen. It, it frankly should happen. I mean, they're going to get Kevin White back. And um, who else got hurt? They had another, another receiver that got hurt. That they Cameron Meredith. Mer- Cameron Meredith. Meredith. Yep. Um, so he'll get two wide receivers back. Uh, in, all li- Howard, in all likelihood, good line. there's a new co- coach in town. Yeah, I, he's got an opportunity to be a comeback player, but nobody's had a year one slump to a year two resurgence like Jared Goff has. No. And nobody's ever done that. If, if uh, uh, McVay isn't coach of the year, I, I mean, Zimmer certainly is in Zimmer. the running, but yeah. what, McVay, what Zimmer, he's done. And Peterson yeah. is up there, too. Yeah. Blunt looked good. I'm kind of starting to believe Heath Cummings' theory that they are saving Ajayi for the playoffs, and they don't want to give him too much run or something. Uh, but Blunt looked good. Ajayi fumbles on the goal line. I think Philly's just going to – He's a fumbler. Philly's going to do the hot hand thing like New England does, and just yeah. they're going to they're gonna ride a guy for – 10 touches, and he might get 15 if he's really hot that game. Another, as I was I watching that. that one, another funny comment as they were talking about the three-headed backfield. I think Clement had just had a, a nice play, uh, and they're talking about the three-headed. I mean, this one's the slasher, and this one's the between the tackles, and Ajayi was the speed back. Can speed you, back? Can, can you Barner in the backfield? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, throw, <laughs> throw another wrinkle in. Come on. Let's get Aj- that fourth head Ajayi going. doesn't even think he's a speed back. He, he, <laughs> Ajayi's been worried about his speed, but uh, I won't go into that, but it's uh... – anyway, 
Matt, we can move on. Seattle beats the 49ers 24-3 in San Francisco, or Santa Clara as it may be. The big news of that game is Jimmy Garoppolo comes in in the last 67 seconds, throws a touchdown pass. He is now on pace to finish the year with 271 touchdown passes. That would be a record. Yeah. And, they, and they'd win out. So would that put them in the playoffs? No. Probably not at 6-10. Maybe 6-10. All right. I don't think they can do it. But it's maybe uh, in the AFC. Yeah, but. <laughs> in the AFC West, that'd be possible title yeah. contender. It, it's it's interesting to think about Garoppolo as maybe one of those uh, late season quarterback pickups in mm-hmm. fantasy, and if, especially if you're in a two quarterback league, if he's still available, I think you you have to really look at him and go, you know, this guy might might be the right play in some some particular matchups. And another situation where he's already got the offensive mind in place in Shanahan and he's been gutted at the receiver position Mm -hmm. with injuries especially to Garcon so bring in more young receiving talent for that Cortland uh, Sutton Cortland Sutton looks good for that uh, yeah maybe maybe they don't have to pick a Auden Tate Equinemius St. Brown. Oh, that's I love that name. Did you just say a real name? You're Equin- making up that's, names. It's nope. a fabulous name. <laughs> Six four wide receiver for Notre Dame. He's, that's Equinemius the greatest St. name. That <laughs> is the greatest name. Um, the Cardinals. Well, but before oh. you jump off oh. the Seahawks, let's jump. R- Russell Wilson. I think he's he's taken on too much. I mean, he he's only, he has he's, to. Though. He's he's carrying that team, but it's just their play is the. You were, I'll run around as long as I can, and Doug Baldwin, you finally shake free of your guy, and he's going to he's going to end up hurt. Um, I'm very worried about Russell Wilson's health. I I heard a narrative this weekend quite a bit that they ran Eddie Lacy so much because they knew they didn't need anyone else for this game and didn't want anyone hurt, like uh, McKissick, who's clearly it, their best back. Has has he um has he crossed the threshold yet? Have you been oh, that? I haven't checked. I will. I will take a look at that. All right. Well, we move on to the game. We should probably move on because we got more games to cover and power rankings to talk about. You know, before we get to that though, Tubi brought something up on on Russell Wilson as a mobile quarterback, and I wanted to kind of cover this in a more broad sense. But in fantasy terms, how do you guys feel about the mobile quarterbacks? And I mean, we're looking at Aaron Rodgers, who's mm. a mobile quarterback who's Alex out for Smith, the year. One of the most mobile. Quarterbacks. Uh, Deshaun Watson, mobile quarterback who's out for the year. We saw it happen to RG three. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson really hasn't been hit by the injury bug or anything like that throughout his career. No, but, but he, he but, has been ineffective when. But frankly, in the past, mobile quarterbacks are really risky. Uh, they are. Cam Cam has gone up and down mm-hmm. um, in his statistical production. Yeah, like like I was mentioning with Wilson beginning last year. So, do you view it as? You hope you catch the guy on a hot season and, and avoid injury? Or do you guys, when, when we go into the draft next year, are you going to try to avoid them and, and just go with the more traditional pocket passers like a Brady or a Breeze or maybe even a Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, that kind of thing? Well, Derek Carr's been banged I'm, up a little he, bit, he too, so. too. I'm generally an upside chaser, so I'll probably But you're also the guy that drafts a quarterback in the 18th round in a 15-round draft. So. That is true. I wait forever. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to chase upside. It, it is, it's definitely something to consider, and especially if you're going to invest a high pick like it's going to take to get Rodgers, mm-hmm. not quite as high to get uh, um, Russell Wilson, that maybe you think about maybe I go with the Breeze or the, the Brady that's not as likely to run outside the pocket where the rules are lessened on what you it's, can do to a quarterback. It's August 1st, 2018. Who's your number one quarterback? 
Wow. Is it Russell Wilson? No, I think it's Tom Brady again. Tom Brady again? Yeah, it's it's tough to argue with uh, with Brady. I think it's tough to argue with either of those, honestly. Why not Deshaun Watson? I, well, what I was going to mention was people who had Deshaun Watson in his string of, what, four or five starts this season, nobody was happier in no. fantasy leagues than yeah. the Deshaun Watson owner because yeah. they probably got him either late or picked him up off the waiver wire heap and all of a sudden had maybe the top quarterback in the league right. on a week-to-week basis. So you can you can ride that high, but it's a roller coaster. Why not Jimmy Garoppolo? Why wasn't he number one? I, I thought that was just too obvious. Okay. All right. <laughs> we, you should have said who's, who's number two. After then. the 200-plus yeah. touchdown season he's about to have. So. <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Easily the number three quarterback in your fantasy drafts next year is the mobile quarterback, Blake Bortles, who ran for two rushing scores. 62 yards. They're, they're, <laughs> I did not realize that many yards. They're much too. better when he's running the football than when he's throwing it, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, you know, run like a wishbone offense. Fournette held down. Mm. Yeah, that that was an interesting That's part of that game. Two of the game. last three games that yeah. he's been really held down. Well, for a team that, in theory, I mean, has the best defense on the planet. If you were listening to some announcers, that maybe the best defense in NFL history, and to go into the playoffs and make noise, and you can't go to Arizona and beat the Cardinals, I. They went down my power rankings oh, yeah. quite a bit. Yep, You're underestimating down. Blake Gabbard and Ricky Seals-Jones right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Unfortunately I probably, for um, the Jaguars, they underestimated Blake Gabbard <laughs> as well. D.D. Westbrook, double-digit targets. Just keep feeding him. He's going to make plays. How how close Didn't, is he now to 200? Um, 76 total yards on the season. <laughs> okay. He's almost there. He's basically almost. He's almost there with the jingle. <laughs> nice. Uh I'm skipping ahead one game. Raiders Ooh. beat the Broncos 21-14. Paxton Lynch injured in his first start of the year. And Trevor and Simeon comes in and throws two touchdown passes. Does he get his job he's, back? He's clearly their best quarterback. I have no idea what Denver's been doing this season. I don't understand. They're it. a bad team. He's, yeah. the, he's, the, yeah. he's the best of the lousiest quarterbacks. Yeah, but why even try out these other people? I don't even know. Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch. It's would what would the Broncos they, they like record? They really want a tall quarterback. Yeah. I think that's it. What would the Broncos record be right now if Case Keenum was their starting quarterback? Eight and three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, four and seven. <laughs> <laughs> He's worth one win. <laughs> I, and I, in defense of Maybe Michael Crabtree, that was a great block. <laughs> I, I mean, as as an offensive lineman, that was a fantastic block. Yeah, he he went 15 yards Too out of far. bounds and yep. dumped him over a cameraman or sound guy or something. But that was a great block. <laughs> nice. Um, maybe the best uh, two games were the the ones that we haven't hit yet of the whole week. Uh, the Rams hold home court and uh, hold on against the Saints, 26 to 20. Um, Drew Brees doesn't do a lot in this game, but Alvin Kamara comes out as, yeah, you know, his rookie, maybe the, know. maybe the most exciting player in the league right Fournette now. Fournette had a shot, but lost it now. It's Kamara's rookie of the year. Uh, I was, I was in a, uh, internal fanball draft game. We can talk about drafts now. Nice. There are drafts on fanball.com. Go play. I was in a six man draft. I drafted Kamara first with overall. the, no, f- with the fifth pick. 
wow. It was, it, and it was only the late four-game slate. Was I don't it, know what they were doing. Was it five bots and you? Oh my goodness! No, it was. It was. Brian. We do not allow well, bots. There you in go. There. It was Brian and Rudy and some of the oh, other yeah. guys. Now I understand. So, but I, I had Breeze as my quarterback as well. So I was, I was in the sweat. I was sitting in first place, and then Breeze throws this touchdown to Kamara, which pops him over a hundred yards receiving for the day. I think he had 188 total yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns. It was mm-hmm. it was a thing of beauty from a fantasy standpoint. And, and so good. He looked so smooth. I mean, he made guys miss in tight spaces. That it's the perfect like, offense for him too. Yeah. It's un- yeah. just such a good fit. Uh, Fish, talk about Mark Ingram's All Pro status. Oh, just that <laughs> if he makes All Pro this year, he has an option in his contract to be able to walk <laughs> after the so, season. So, if th- you're a Kamara owner in a dynasty league. The rest of this year, you almost want Mark Ingram to just go nuts. If you're a Saints owner or general manager, you want to feed Mark Ingram, yeah, so he can walk and you don't have <laughs> oh, to pay, okay. his, pay his money. Just and to then clarify, you can turn Alvin Kamara nuts. <laughs> this, just to clarify, he can void his contract if he's named first team All Pro. I just want to only first team. All but yeah. there, there's two different All Pros that uh, they were talking about this during the game. There were two different All Pro listings that he could qualify. So he's got two shots okay. at, at making all pro. Um, what does this say about the Saints and the Rams as like that maybe second tier of the NFC behind the Eagles and Vikings? Well, the Saints still scare me a little more than the Rams. I, I that think offense it's, it's the can breeze be thing. unstoppable. It can be. And that defense, you know, it took a couple serious hits. I'm not sure when Lattimore is supposed to be. Was he? He wasn't back, was he? No, Lattimore yeah. and Crawley were both out this week. Yeah, and yeah, so there there were some definite hits to that defense, and the fact that the Rams defense held a, a pretty good Saints offense in check, especially Breeze until trying to run yeah the until really late too. Right. I mean, they had 13 points until like a minute left. Yeah, so there's yeah there. I think we saw the Rams go to go to Minnesota and get. Uh, throttled and the version of the saints that we saw go to minnesota and get handled is different completely different than than this new version so they're at at that you know i think it it matters home home field who gets home field if those two are playing that's that's someplace in the playoffs i saw a tweet that said something like the pats and the eagles are serious contenders the steelers are right up there the falcons and panthers or the falcons panthers and seahawks can play spoiler really well and the Saints and Rams are home teams. They need to be they at home. They didn't say anything about the Vikings? Wow. Oh, they no, have, they avoid the Vikings. <laughs> no, no, they had the, they had the Vikings in the, with the Steelers. Sorry. The Vikings are the, under the radar. Even NFL Network had a had yeah. a bit on ignoring the Vikings. They had the Vikings with the Steelers in that 3-4. Okay. Uh, speaking of the Steelers, the Steelers, uh, hold on, and kind of a nail-biter to beat uh, Brett Hundley, the suddenly awesome Brett Hundley. And the uh, uh, Green Bay Packers, 31-28 on a 53-yard Chris Boswell. Longest kick in Heinz Field to seal the victory as time expired. Um, What this says to me is that New England is far and away the best team in the AFC, and it's not even close. Yeah, I think New England needs to come into Pittsburgh and win that game to make sure they have home field just to – Not have to go to Pittsburgh twice in a year. Yep. Yep, I think that will that will be the key. But 
this should have been – I mean, it's a home game against a team with a backup quarterback, numerous other injuries that just got shut out at home by Baltimore. Yeah, and how do you reconcile how, that? How do you let them in the game at all? I mean, if your defense is supposed to be I think this just that, says Baltimore is better than the Steelers. I think that's, <laughs> well, all, that's what that's, I get. Baltimore is yeah. the best of these three teams. <laughs> you know, the, the interesting comment for this one is Tony Dungy at halftime when uh, they were saying that – you know. We talked in the pregame about the Steelers overlooking the Packers, and he said, no, this is what I saw in practice all week. You know, I saw dropped passes. I saw – he said, this is the Steelers team. I mean, they're they're inconsistent. They're, yeah. When they're on, the Killer Bees play with anybody. When they are taken out of their game even a little bit, they you – know, well, and sometimes they take themselves out of their game. But it was funny. I, I watched about 95% of that game last night when I wasn't tending to my 7-year-old who was throwing up. <laughs> was he uh, was that from watching uh, the Browns game or yeah, was, yeah. definitely um, the Steelers were in that game mentally and out of that game from like series to series <laughs> yeah. like it, it was it was like they were totally off and then they they when they sacked Hundley and made uh, Green Bay go for the 57 yard field goal that was just totally awful and missed the Steelers were on, and they came back and scored right away. It looked yeah. like it looked like they were going to salt this away. This was over. And then they flipped the switch again. Then my son threw up. <laughs> I came back down, and I was like, how did Green Bay tie this? This should be over. Like, the game flow says that this should be over right now. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. They, they made Hunley look good to the point that I thought Al Michaels was fitting him for a jacket in Canton. If he would have won that game, it would have been <laughs> the single greatest performance in the history of all sport, I think. <laughs> to go to Pittsburgh and win. Yep, to win. Yeah, go to Pittsburgh and win with, with what the team that he was working with. Uh, let's do some power rankings. How about that? Let's do it. Um, here's here's my, my, my spiel, and I see that you guys have Eagles at number one and I have Patriots at number one. Because the Patriots are far and away the best team in the AFC, I believe the Patriots are a lock for the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and should be number one. Uh, I have no argument with that. Yeah, can't argue Absolutely with you. I just no couldn't move the Eagles down after the steamroller that they took to uh, an NFL team. You know, granted the Bears, coached by John Fox. Sure. And granted, it's nothing that the Eagles did. No, <laughs> but I was. It's just. It's just the Eagles have a path that's much harder to get to the Super Bowl. Yep. And I think that there's more chance of an upset Easily. for the Eagles. Oh, by the way. Uh, this is 1A and 1B, really. It's... Friend of uh, the podcast, Dan Girock, uh sent me a tweet of the Vikings revenge, uh, revenge tour playoff uh, <laughs> thing. And this would be the Vikings getting the three seed and hosting Seattle in the first round. Knocking them off, okay, and then going to New Orleans in the second round, who has the two seed, and knocking them off, okay, and then Atlanta beats Philly in the divisional round, and then we get Atlanta at home and knock them off, and then we get Pittsburgh in a rematch of Super Bowl <laughs> Eleven, Super Bowl, the Revenge Tour. Uh, why not? <laughs> I'm we, all for it. Could we, as Viking fans, exercise all the demons in one year? That would and be, win it at home. That, wow. <laughs> I also think that any any heartburn medication, <laughs> I just start with the truckloads to Minnesota. If it starts playing out in, in that fashion at all, and just, I'd say, set up shops on the corners on Sundays. 
because you don't even need to go through the store. Don't even include a middleman. Just, just stand there with a the crate of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> like, you know, here's your quart size. Here's your gallon size. Stock up for next week when they get the Falcons. We got it on tap. You get one of those little mini kegs. I, you are on to something. I think we open up a tap. Yes, done deal. It's like a beer and a bump. <laughs> so I have Eagles as no, or I have Eagles as number two and Patriots as number one. Uh, we all have the Vikings at number three. Yeah, and I think it's clear. I actually think it's Eagles and Patriots with one two. And then I think the Vikings are the clear three. And then for me, I see you have a different guy, a different team in there. But I, my four, five, six is a clear set there in another gap. But so I'm I'm the rogue here, and you I have are. the Panthers at number You're a bit five. Of a rogue. I'm uh, fine with it. I just you know for me, Rams, Saints, and Steelers are yeah. That are next that. four, if you if you drop it down, we uh, Fish and I both have uh, Panthers the Panthers at seven. at seven. So we're not yeah. that far off. So here. I have I have it as uh, Steelers at four, Panthers, Saints, Rams, Falcons, Seahawks. Which one of those teams is not going to make the playoffs, by the way? Isn't that nuts? Yeah. <laughs> There's seven good teams in the NFC. That is, yeah. And that doesn't include Detroit, who is, frankly, my number 12 and, and should be in the conversation a little bit. But one of those teams is not going to make the playoffs. And, and guess what? Green Bay wins their next two games, which are Tampa and Cleveland. Then they get Aaron Rodgers back. And he was throwing the ball. And he was throwing I the mean, ball. Yeah, they're throwing. They're showing he's just zipping thirty yarders. And I'm like, God, I, I, on my best day, I couldn't throw anything that looks like that. And he's just off a broken collarbone. That's ridiculous. So producer Trevor, who's not in the room right now, was quick to remind me last week that the last season where the Packers were fourteen point underdogs was 2010 when they won the Super Bowl when it was Matt Flynn starting in New England. They lost that game as well, but rallied the troops after that. And then Aaron Rodgers came back, and oh my God, no! <laughs> uh, they could go ten and six, but ten and six, frankly, might not be good enough to make it in the I'd NFC. Look, I'd like to look at that 2010 roster. I wonder if it was better all around than this Packers roster. This Packers roster is pretty brutal. Yeah. So um, we have to composite things. Who do we want at number one? I don't honestly care. Uh, Eagles and Pats are, have a strong yeah. opinion. They're one and one a. Uh, I think your point for the Patriots is fair. Yeah, you know, I'd... Patriots one. You're such a Belichick. Eagles two, Vikings three. All right, we two of the three of us have the Steelers at four. Two yeah. B, you're lower because of the performance last night. Yep, yeah, I just there were too many flaws exposed. I, I get that they're clearly the second best team in the AFC and and will be handed a home game and uh that three is completely interchangeable yeah. for me when the Steelers are on I don't think the other two can beat them same with the Saints same with the Rams uh I think yeah I think the Steelers have the best defense of those three though probably so that's why I put all them. right Brett Brett Hundley disagrees but uh, yeah that, <laughs> so got he'd say that Ravens defense was far tougher to figure out <laughs> so Tuvi has the Saints above the Rams. I have the Saints above the Rams. And Fish has the Rams above the Saints. Interestingly enough, the Rams beat the Saints yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. I, in fact, this is my top six from last week. I just flipped the Saints and the Rams. I think the Rams still have a decent shot of being the team in the NFC that misses the playoffs. I can see it. If, if they you, do have a really tough schedule. If you play with ESPN's NFL playoff machine, um, 
it, it's interesting to see how things turn out. I will and, say this. The Saints, Panthers, and Falcons are all in the same division. Yeah. So that makes it really rough. I feel like one of those will be the one of the ones out, but. I think all three of those teams make it, but. Um, well, it's either one of them or the Lions. The, 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 Seahawks are, the Seahawks are the team on the outside looking in right now, but the Seahawks get the Rams at home. Uh, and I believe both of those teams still have to face Philly, Seahawks and the Rams. Yeah, well, Rams But is, the yeah. Rams get them on the road, and the Seahawks get the Eagles at home next week. So it could be interesting. It could be interesting. Anyway. Yeah, the Eagles don't have a – primrose path i mean they've got no. to play some tough games play yet. some games it's, here it's not smooth sailing to 15 and one yeah it could be done all right so since two of the three of us have the saints above the rams i'm putting the saints next all right keep the black and gold together <laughs> we'll put the rams after that i think the panthers are are up there i think well, the panthers but, are better than the rams that's that's my ooh. my thing I could see it. Their defense is definitely. I would argue that their defense is better than the Steelers, Saints, and Rams. Honestly, uh, but when, this when their offense. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think you can find ways to take Cam out of his game. Yeah, and well, easily. Cam over his last six games, I think Cam's not even averaging two hundred yards per game. He's just getting the rushing yards that's helping people. They're a weird offense. They're just yeah. a weird offense that can get things done in weird ways. And Luke Keekley might Luke be Keekley's the best awesome. defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, especially with I all the injuries. I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> He's fun to watch. Yeah. All right, so Panthers. we have Panthers at seven. Yep. I'm going to go with Falcons at eight. I don't know. It just seems. It seems about right <laughs> since all four or all three of us have Falcons at uh, at eight. Uh, last week we went with the winner of the Falcons-Seahawks game was, was ahead in the power rankings, and it was the Falcons. So uh, Seahawks next. Okay. I think we're I think yeah. we're Seahawks than Chargers. I mean, right. Yeah, in fact, I had Jaguars Chargers, and I'm flipping that because just looking at that doesn't feel right at all. Seahawks Chargers, and we still think that the Jaguars are better than the Titans. I do. Yes, I do as well. Yeah, that if the Colts defense can make the Titans struggle, the Jaguars. I mean, they all they need is to not have Blake Bortles thrown. Interception. They need to keep him running. <laughs> Just run the option with Blake Bortles. Yeah. So straight wishbone. If the playoffs started today, uh, one of the AFC matchups would be Buffalo at Tennessee. Yeah. Remember that game, the Music City Miracle. That was the year the Titans went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was that was that was one of the most fantastic weird plays I've ever talk seen about two games you wouldn't want to see Bills Titans and Jaguars Chiefs I have no interest in those, in those playoff <laughs> Jaguars Chiefs would be a playoff game yeah. oh my <laughs> right. goodness. and it would be in Kansas City oh my goodness Blake Bortles versus Patrick Mahomes <laughs> well <laughs> who's the who's the Jaguars backup Chad Henney still yeah I think it is yep. Chad Henney yeah grizzled veteran so we we all have, we have the Chargers at 10 Yep. Yep. I think this group now thinks that the Chargers will win the AFC West. Mm -hmm. I think somebody predicted that back at the start of the season and just looked like a moron for the first two months and now is finally starting to look like less of a moron. Mm -hmm. So here's the, here's the question I pose to you guys because I have the Chiefs down at number 18 now. I, I, I punished them severely. I don't blame you. I have the Raiders at 15. Wow. I think the Raiders are a team that has a better chance of winning that division than the Chiefs now. 
It's very possible. I mean, it's that division is so terrible. It's anything's possible. I don't know that I trust that Raiders defense, but anybody uh, gets to nine and seven, right? Yeah. Anybody gets to nine and seven, they probably win that division. Um, what do you guys? What do you guys think about the Bills? I have them at eleven. Two of you have them at sixteen. Fish, you got them at seventeen. They they are in the stretch that Tuvi and I were talking about. That like there's like a five team stretch or whatever that I just they they're all I could move the Bills up four spots and not cry, or move them down four spots and not cry. It's that's just a big stretch that they're all the same. To well, me. nobody wants you to cry. Yeah. Is their front office going to throw further? challenges and it's, it's like a game show like you know you're cruising along like oh you've hit a obstacle here's your <laughs> challenge we're going to take away your quarterback the bills have to... cut LaShawn McCoy <laughs> what trade your best receiver <laughs> they, they're like major league they must have a, a showgirl in the locker room with the you know we need to win this many games to get into the playoffs and each time they win they pull off the Who's the owner of the Oh it's <laughs> it's now. it's a couple I believe isn't it? Yeah didn't they just sell the bills this last yeah. season? So maybe they've got two. I don't know. <laughs> One of each. Who knows what's going on in the Bills locker room? <laughs> My guess is folding tables are being demolished. <laughs> well, that's the parking lot, that's for sure. <laughs> so Can I you, think... by the way, could you imagine there there's probably no very few places that are better to tailgate than Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Can you imagine the Bills Mafia at Arrowhead for a playoff game? A little blue, a little red. That'd be fun. Might be worth the, the should, trip Should down. we just go? We should just if go. the Bills and Just go and, and observe. Wear a Raiders <laughs> we, jersey. We, we had a chance this week. <laughs> Wonder what were we doing? <laughs> we could just wear Viking jerseys and everybody be like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Why not? Uh, so I think after the Chargers at 10, I think – the Lions look like our most consensus pick next. Probably. Okay, ja- Jaguars. And then probably actually. the Jaguars. I feel like the Jaguars are higher just than put, the Oh, no, maybe. Yeah, just Lions put and Jaguars. Big cats in both of them. Jaguars. I don't feel good about that, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I feel like. I, I feel like the Lions are a better team than the Jaguars. I do, but. I feel like the Lions have zero chance of making the playoffs in your Pats theory so, of easiest yeah. route. So and I feel like the Jaguars are a lock for the playoffs. The Jaguars are a lock for the playoffs, but which team could actually make the playoffs and then win a game? Not the Lions. I can't imagine them winning a game against any of the seven teams above them. Wow. They beat the Vikings in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. I know. That was a weird fluke game. I just don't have Can any you imagine the Jaguars them. beating any of the teams ahead of them? On the on well, this list, ahead of them, they, they don't. The ahead of them is just Pittsburgh and and the Steelers. I could see and them the beating, Chargers. I could see them beating the Chargers, but more than that, I can see them beating the the team that's going to be seated below them in their first round, possibly. So what we're going to have mm-hmm. is we're going to have the five seed at the AFC West champion, Alex Smith facing again uh, facing Boye and Ramsey in the playoffs. You want to bet on that? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want any part. In that. Well, as long as you're handing it to Kareem Hunt and he's got. I don't know. Wait, oh, Eddie Reid doesn't do that. Sorry. So, so if they can force a punt and Tyreek Hill can return punts or kickoff returns, he just matches them every time they score. Tyreek Hill returns it for a touchdown. So it's gonna it's gonna shake out that the AFC South winner will be the three seed, and the AFC South loser will go to the AFC West winner. So probably Tennessee. We think. 
is going to go to uh, Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Okay. That's how our playoff bracket would shake out right now. All right. And then... And then the winner of that goes and to then whoever, New And then whoever's the sixth seed, Buffalo probably, would be playing in Jacksonville. Interesting. God, what a I don't, terrible, I don't. boring playoff. <laughs> yeah, the AFC playoff uh, picture is going to suck. Uh, first weekend, anyway. On the NFC side... Uh, right now, you it's just guaranteed they're going to be two of the most dramatic games in yeah, playoff history, too. Uh, the Falcons would be going to the Rams, and the Panthers would be going to the Saints. Those are much more interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those those would be some fun. It doesn't games. matter what seven make the NFC; it's going to be fun. Yeah. Unless it's the Lions, according to you. Well, I. Th- it's not the Lions. And I think, or the I think clearly the Seattle is a team that maybe we don't want in the playoffs right now, just because they're not firing on all cylinders, but. Uh, they could be a spoiler team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, all right. I think that's good. That's good. We got Let's a, wrap it. We got a pretty good. You don't uh, want to make it down to see how much Jimmy Garoppolo moved up the 49ers? Uh, I still have the 49ers at 29. They didn't move. I moved them from 31 to 30. I don't know where I had them before, <laughs> but I have them at 30. Let's see. You had them at 29 before okay. and 29 now. He oh, yeah. clearly yep. did not see Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Obviously. All right. John Tuvi is at J2V. Not the number two and the letter V. Is that one I, taken, I've by been, the way? I've been toying with that. Can you get away with just three characters? Is yeah, there? you can. I might I might do that. I might make that switch. We'll see. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh Scott Fish is at Scott Fish. Two V is taken by Vincent Vittorio. Just the two and the V? What about J2V? Guys, are making it work. Yeah, let's go. Come All on. Right. I should work. follow Vincent Vittorio. How many followers? J2V is taken. See, I think I must have looked at this How way about back when. John 2V. Oh, I don't want people to know my first name. <laughs> you late? have it literally listed <laughs> on your Twitter. <laughs> John 2V. Oh, somebody, that account has been suspended. Ooh. Oh, that was your first Twitter account where you Probably. were super racist. and like. <laughs> There's a John 2V who was a drummer for a British band. Mm. He probably did something bad it's likely on him. Twitter. Yeah. There is a, there I'm is, blaming him. There is a guitarist in Britain that's named Smokin' Matt Harrison, also with one T. We could get he, a band. Is there <laughs> anybody in Britain named Scott Fish? <laughs> Does he play and, bass? Yeah, we're looking for a bass or a lead singer, maybe <laughs> I, keyboards. I don't know, but my uh, my mom's maiden name is Starkey, and her second cousin is Hutch. Richard Starkey. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> there's something there. All right, all right. For Matt, that's Ringo Starr. Oh, okay. Yep. My dad is George Harrison. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Literally. But not the Beatle. Not the Beatle. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm at Explosive Output, and thank you for listening to the podcast again today. We will see you again uh, later in the week for another Explosive Output podcast. There are two kinds of angry people. Explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Sandball Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.